Okay, welcome. Hello, everybody. This is Jen Springer, Young Living Platinum. And I have been with the company since 2001. And I think about it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, next year is 2015. Like, what the heck is going on with this time, right? And, I, you know, you guys hear me say this every week or any time you listen to this call, but I feel like where's the time gone? I don't feel like I work, you know, and I get these checks every month. You know, all of us got our checks a couple days ago, and it's like, wow, you know, I do this, and I have the most wonderful job ever in helping people succeed with their health or their wealth or both or pets or people with babies or elderly. It doesn't matter, you know, whether somebody's got, you know, problems with arthritis or people have got cats that got too much dander. That's what we do. And we're just like these beacons, you know, these lighthouses for people to find us. And the important thing for us is to make sure your light is shining out there, you know, that you're putting out your beacon so people know how to find you and be able to ask you for help, whatever that looks like for them. And so I want to congratulate all of you for listening to this right now. You've taken the time out of your day to listen to me yammer on with my lovely guest for an hour. And most people right now are sitting on their couch watching the boob tube, wondering what's going on in the world. They have no clue. They've been doing the same thing for years, but they complain nothing changes. But they do nothing to shift your reality, but you have. You've taken these steps. You're listening to this. So I really want to get you out of your comfort zone, though. So you probably think, you know, how can I possibly have a successful Young Living business? I'm not like Brenda Schuler. I'm not like Deborah Rayburn or the McDaniels or Adam Green. I'm not like those people. You know, do these, well, to start with, do these oils even really work, for God's sake? Or do I have the right upline? Do I have the right downline? Should I listen to this call? Should I go wash the dishes? I mean, you know, you think of all these things. I know you do. You're thinking all these thoughts. And you must understand that the only way you can do this and be successful is you pull all those thoughts out of your head, okay? So you've got to pull those thoughts out of your head. And you have to take them and put them in the trash, <laughs> I will tell you something. Young Living's not perfect. Your upline is not perfect, and neither is your downline, and you're not perfect. So there's no such thing as perfect. That would be incredibly boring. So put the past behind you. No matter how long you've been in Young Living, if you've been around long like me and Candace, that's, you know, that's cool. If you've been around longer, shorter, whatever, put all of your experiences aside. And if you can speak and communicate and you have the desire with some golden dreams, you can do this. So what matters is you need to take action. It's time to go Mach 10 and do whatever it takes. Find a way to call people, message people, whatever it is. Even if you think they're going to say no, go fly a kite. Be excited. People will follow and listen to you if you have conviction, if you have that little sparkle in your eye and that excitement, right? We all love people like that. So condition your mind right now. Flip the switch. And I'm 100% in is what you need to say yourself. I am 100% in this business, okay? I'm not going to worry about the website being perfect, the products that are out of stock, or finding the perfect training system or whatever it is. If you're human, 
and you're in fear, you will analyze, and those questions start to come up. So put that away. The number one reason why people don't succeed in their business is because of that analysis paralysis, which comes from fear. So your homework this week and every week in the future, put that fear aside. You step out, throw it away, and shift your mindset and start talking to people. So there is that. That's your little snippy snippy for me right now. So real quick, I've been saying this the last couple of weeks. I'm going to say it for coming weeks. We've got the Ula guys coming here to Fargo, North Dakota. I know I've got, we've gotten a lot of people registering that I know are not my team. So I'm really excited to have all of you come. And if you're in, you know, around the area, I know you Minneapolis people don't like to come my way, but it's only three and a half hours if you're driving the speed limit plus 10 miles over. So, well, five miles over maybe. But you can do it. Yeah, I want to see people from Sioux Falls. Grand Forks, maybe even Winnipeg, Bismarck, anybody. Even further away, we'd be so happy to have you. We're going to have business training during the day. We're going to have ULA guys at 2.30, and the whole day is 50 bucks. And if you want to see just the ULA guys, it's 20 bucks. But you go to FargoSuperSaturday.com, and you will see right there where you can register and all that jazz. So, boom, there's that. Love to have you. Uh, we're wrapping up August, just seven days left of the month. You can still make a huge difference in your volume. I know people say, oh, it's the 25th. You know what? This is a long month. This is a 31-day month. So you be getting on it and getting these specials promoted and all this stuff so that you can have a great month because I'll tell you one thing. My team is having the highest month ever. I can tell you that right now, and so can you. So the specials for this month is 190 PV eucalyptus blue and white fur. And I'm sure you know by now, but I'm going to say it again, white fur can only be you know, received through this special, okay? So get on that. Now, for 250 PV, you get eucalyptus blue, white fur, plus you get a $15 product credit, which who doesn't like more products? I know I love products. And the 300 PV, you get eucalyptus blue, white fur, $15 product credit, plus BLM, and peppermint. So that retail value is over $128. So whew, I said all that really quick so that because we started a few minutes late. <laughs> so tonight is the weekly Monday call, and I just love seeing all my – when I get my report, I see all your numbers. And I'm like, these people are from everywhere coming and listening to this call. It's just like the coolest thing ever. And I've got guests laid it out for the next few months. We're going to have some really awesome people. So – I'm telling you, it's going to rock. So get make sure you're on the email list. And you get there and you can listen to the recordings at OurSimpleTraining.com. Click on Monday Night Calls. You can get on the call list. Plus, you can listen to all my previous calls. Now, like I said, I haven't gotten around to it because I've had some other things going on. But I am probably going to start taking some of those calls off the site in the near future because I am running out of space because the blog is getting really slow because I'm hosting all those through the blog. So going to get it get done here, short, sweet, get back to your evening. We don't usually go past the 8, the eight o'clock hour if you're in central zone. Like I said, get, listen to those previous recordings. A lot of people, I get emails every day. I don't know who my upline is. Where do I get support? You know, my upline does it this way. I want to do it that way. You know what? It's all good. Just listen to those recordings on our simple training. We've gotten the most 
kicking, rocking guests on that have grown their business on the internet, people that do expos, people that do whatever. I mean, we got Vicky Opera on there, Shannon Hudson, and Carla Green, and I mean, Sherry LaMarche. We got the coolest people there. So go listen to those and let that be your training system and use that for your team. Okay, so tonight's guest I have known for a very long time. She's in like a sister cousin leg, I guess you'd say. My sponsor, sponsor. In, her, in, that exa- in that organization. And Candace Hoke is a horse gal. As you guys know, I'm a horse gal. And, you know, Candace is a cool lady. She's been into natural health and an advocate for horses and humans for a really long, long, long time. And I know that this, she's got, like, all these credentials and she reads eyeballs and she's a naturopath and she's got all this stuff going on. But more importantly, the way I know Candace is that she's genuinely out to help people. And I've seen her start from the very, very beginning. I remember when her original sponsor, Virginia Litza, who now has transitioned on, and her um, sister, Yvonne, is now in that spot for that, that distributorship. But when Virginia was, I remember Virginia talking to me about this really cool lady named Candace Hope who had this magical formula of herbs called Formula 11. <laughs> and I had to get them for my horses. And then Candace, she was telling me how Candace was getting started in her business. And I always ask her, how's Candace doing? How's Candace doing? And that's how I, you know, those are my memories of my years of knowing Candace. And it was just really cool. And Candace has been through a lot. And she's going to share her story to start out here with, how she got started in Young Living besides, you know, when Virginia introduced her, you know, Candace had a big reason to do Young Living for herself. And so welcome, Candace, to the call. And you've been a Platinum since April. So congratulations joining the Platinum team. We're not going to stay here long, girl. We're going on the no. top. <laughs> it is upward and onward. Yeah, and time to get those diamonds going. <laughs> that is so, so right. Candace, Yes, yes. So, Candace, do you want to share with everybody what, I mean, you've got quite a story. And, you know, this, obviously we don't, you know, claim cures and stuff on young, on this call about Young Living Oils. But your story is super amazing because I remember hearing it the first time and I'm like, what happened to you? And how did you get better? You know, I remember hearing this. Do you want to share with everybody a little bit about you? Because they've probably seen you winning contests and seen you walk across the stage. But people don't know you, the whole story necessarily. Well, and it probably starts even further back than what you know. Because apparently every 20 years, I like to challenge the medical profession. I guess they don't have any, I mean, Apparently, they don't have anything else to do, right? So I I raise my hand up subconsciously and say, hey, here I am. I mean, volunteer, but know what you're volunteering for. But I was supposed to have been a vet, and I got sick, deathly ill. I passed out on top of a show jumper at about six foot and landed on on her neck, and I had trained her, and I trained all my horses, if you drop down on their necks, they slowly come to a halt. Well, you know, every time I would sit up for the next week, I'd pass out, and I'd wake up hours later. I mean, it was like being abducted, you know? I mean, it's like, what time is it? Are you sure? I mean, I don't remember that. And I finally got to the medical doctor a week later, and I didn't like what he had to say. He looked at my eyes. 
And he says, here, take these antibiotics. You've got leukemia. Come back in 30 days. I never went back. I didn't want that. Two years rock on, and I'm getting sicker, and I've seen everybody's favorite doctor, and everybody's favorite doctor doesn't have an answer. And I end up in the diagnostic hospital in Houston where people come from all over the world, you know, to have difficult cases for them to figure out. Every two months, I would go in for a week, two weeks at a time, and I thought, you know, these guys are just all vampires. All they're doing is pulling my blood out of me, and they're looking at it. They could not find that one cancerous cell. They thought I had either Hodgkin's or because I had the night sweats or leukemia. At the end of two years, they were so excited, they finally had a diagnosis, and it was FUO. And, of course, I snorted off. I was in my early 20s, and I said, is that kind of like a UFO? And they said, sort of. So it stands for fever of unknown origin. I had. Oh, that's a good diagnosis. <laughs> yeah, it is. It means I had been tested for every disease known to man. They don't have a clue. I would have exercise-induced asthma the rest of my life, however short it was. Take this latest FDA-approved drug. Go home. That was it, which is probably a good thing because I didn't have any chemo, no radiation, no nothing like that. But I decided I wasn't that, I mean, I wasn't old enough to die. And that started me on the pathway. And that's when I ended up with the naturopathic degree because I needed answers. And as you progress up the pathway, so many of us started with vitamins and herbs. As we progress up the pathway, we eventually come to homeopathics and then to essential oils. And I hadn't gotten really to the oils yet when 20 years were up. I tried a few oils, so 20 years later after the original incident, and I'm still here, I decided to go shopping for dog food. When I went shopping for dog food, I ended up with two 25-pound boxes dropped on my head from 18 foot in the air, and it crammed me into the ground, so I was sitting down. And so I took the equivalent, by the time you add inertia and everything to it, to 600 pounds to my head, landed sitting down on my tailbone, and it crammed the whole spine together. So at which particular point, I mean, I spent four years in a medical facility learning how to walk, talk, and do everything over again. Wore a neck brace for two years because broke back, broke neck, and um, bled in the brain, brainstem, and spinal cord for a minimum of 18 months. When they redid the test at 23 months, I was no longer bleeding in the brain, brainstem, and spinal cord. So I kind of earned that handicap sticker that I have on the front of my car. <laughs> you know, I personally I fail all 10 tests that OSHA has for a desk worker. But I wasn't content with that prognosis. I mean, I have two theories in life. You stand up and fight, or you lay down and die. And I just, once again, I didn't think I was old enough, you know, to do that. And I sure wasn't going to accept the fact that, you know, I would be in a wheelchair all my life. Because I popped the spinal cord three times between C1 and C3 as well. I mean, it was one of these deals like you see the football players die on the field. I should never have gotten up. So... As I'm going through all of this, then the whole horse journal was the one that did the article on me and the Formula 11 that uh, Virginia Litza read. 
So I knew Virginia, and I had a friend that had moved to the Chicago area, needed some assistance, and Virginia stepped forward and said, hey, tell him to come here, come live with me. In exchange for some, just a favor, for a phone call, I got two liters of what was then called Berry Young Juice. Mm. Now, by now, it's been eight years since I had had my injury. And I tried almost everything and anything. I had a lot of tools that most people don't have. And I have a husband at home who was, well, he was one of three neuromuscular therapists in the greater Houston area. So, I mean, what better can you have it? I got the massage therapist and the neuromuscular therapist right here at the house. But I wasn't getting rid of the inflammation. My equine competitors had seen me and... uh, they're asking me after I started on the Berry Young Juice, they said, my imagination, are you getting a little better? I told them, I said, well, I think I am. I'm no longer spending 18 hours a day in bed. At which particular point, they said, I want some of whatever you're taking. Well, mm-hmm. that was right in the transition when Ninksha Red came out. And there were so many people griping as I learned later, because they liked that grape taste of the very young juice. And a lot of people didn't want to move. They wanted to stay taking that very young juice, but I didn't know any better. So when the next bottle, like we signed up, because, hey, I'm not in bed as much. I might not have, you know, less pain, but I'm not in bed as much. So I must be doing a little better. So I signed up, and back then we had that Start Living Kit with Ninksha Red. Yes. Which, by the way, I think we need to go back to that. But it was that's great. my opinion. I mean, that's a, a wonderful place to start when people have had such severe inflammation as I had. It's great to start getting rid of it. So I signed up with that kit. And I told other people, you know, when they asked, sure, this is all I've done. This is the only thing different I've done. And, I mean, I was taking two ounces a day. Then I got to taking four ounces a day. And somewhere between six and eight ounces, it was like, oh, my God, I'm really becoming productive. But what was so amazing is I get this letter in the mail. And I went, oh, crap. I know I can say crap because you're here. (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, I get to, I said, uh, what have I done wrong? Because, I mean, I hadn't looked at the business aspect. I didn't have time to have a business. I'm in therapy three days a week. So at which particular point I open it up, it's a check. I was so excited by becoming a product of what I was taking and people seeing the difference. I'm no longer was taking money out of the household, I was bringing money in. And that was awesome. So it just kind of led from there. I mean, I built my young living business sharing Ninja Red with people that had arthritis, people who had diabetes, people who just wanted to feel better. I mean, I didn't even try the oils because I couldn't say that the Ninja Red did it if I tried oils. 
So for the longest time, I did nothing but Ningxia. And I'm uh. in Texas, and oils were a little hard to push in Texas. Herbs and vitamins are hard enough, much less, you know, oils. And then after doing that, I was back to riding. I was back to winning. And apparently 20 years passed. Life is good. Most of y'all have no clue that I'm not supposed to be up and walking. Those that have seen me at convention, those that have looked on my website and see what all I've won with my horses. I mean, one lady told me I needed to go ahead and start riding for the um, Paralympics, and I'm going, no, I'm not going to identify myself as that. I'm going to be better. So at which particular point, my 20 years go by, and I have my first real horse injury. Broke my leg. I spiraled the bone right above. If you put your hand at the top of your knee, about a palm width away from the top of your knee, I spiraled that bone for about six inches, broke it off, went up inside the hip socket and knocked the bone off. And that was last year in February. Once again, the medical profession is shocked because not only have I come back, according to UT Orthopedics, no one has ever healed this fast, irregardless of sex or age. And all it was was Ningxia Red and using oils and putting them on my leg. And that was it. So, I mean, like I said, most of you wouldn't have a clue, but it, it's amazing what you can do with the oils. And, of course, since then, then, since the first injury, since I got involved with Young Living, I mean, I've got people that are involved with the oils now, which is fantastic. But the main thing is I see when we start our Young Living business, just educating about the oils is not enough. You need to teach people about the food. Thank you very much, yes. I mean, oils are wonderful, but if you don't have protein, the building blocks, it doesn't matter. I mean, you can put oils on a board all day long, but if the board has no nutrition because it's no longer a tree and it's, you know, part of your porch, what difference does it matter what oils you put on them and they soak up? You've got to have nutrition too. And by sharing with others, that's how you get this done. And, oh, by the way, Jen, I don't know, did you see on Facebook what April Travis put out? No. Okay. She put out a post that April Pointer did. I believe it is. Okay, make sure I've got the names right because there are two Aprils. April Pointer's the crown diamond or the new diamond, right? I think. Yes. All right. Gang, she's got a video on there. Explaining, oh, there it is. Yeah, explaining essential rewards. But here's the real thing. She's teaching us how to be leaders because if you listen to this, she explains this is a special challenge that she has for anyone who's not on essential rewards. You don't have to even be in her downline. She doesn't care. All she wants is to share and to help you be able to benefit more from your oils by being able to purchase more. So anybody who signs up for essential rewards between now and the end of the month, go into her contest. 
and she's I'm going to post lot- that on the um, Jen Springer page where I post the the Monday night call. I'm going to put it on there so you guys can find it. I mean, it's awesome. Watch it. Uh, she has the web link that you have to go to to fill out the form. But she's teaching us that it, it doesn't matter who your upline is. I mean, this is all about sharing. We share because we need to help other people. And as we help other people, it helps us. Very, very cool. I just got, I'm looking at that, I'm like, yes, that's kind of, the. you know, you and I talked about it earlier, too, because it seems like, you know, we've had some, quote, adversity in the last couple of years, since, what, 2009 or whenever that was. But, you know, you and I were talking earlier, and it's like, I almost feel like that's brought us together as a distributorship where we've become closer in helping each other. It doesn't matter where where we are in each other's organizations. It's, like, really amazing. Oh, it's been great. And, I mean, you are fantastic. I mean, I actually met you in person on that first cruise. I won the first cruise that Young Living yes. ever had. And I was lost. I had been a Young Living member for six months, and that was it. I didn't know anybody. And Jen took Jimmy Don and I under her arm, showed us what it was all about. She she befriended us. And that is, was a lasting impression upon us. Because, you know, a lot of people aren't friendly. But we needed that. We were lost as far as we know none of these people. And she said, hey, come on, you know, and it was great. We had a great time with her. And that's the thing. The more things that you can go to, the more people that you're going to meet that have like minds. They're interested in the same thing you're interested in. Yes. the the sharing is wonderful with it. So, I mean, you don't have to be afraid to say, okay, now what does Valor do? I mean, you can be (laughs) open with everybody. You know, and and every time I go to one of these intro classes when Young Living puts them together, I learn something more when they ask people to give the various testimonies. I mean, they'll have testimonies about oils that I'm going, really? Does nutmeg? I didn't realize nutmeg would do that. And, I mean, (laughs) you learn all the time. It's great. But, I mean, and as far as the commission checks are concerned, I didn't even know they were out. I mean, you get to the point as you share with other people, you're rewarded for your sharing because it's like a ripple in the pond. It just keeps going down and down. And I can happily say I'm to the point that not only do I contribute because, you know, I didn't for a long time. I mean, you know, it was really bad. And uh, now to the point where I can go do what I want to do and I don't have to worry about what my check is. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a great place to be. And I'm only looking for it to grow even more. I know. And it's it's really cool because the, like, the more we help people, the more it does that. And, you know, I was going to ask you real quick, um, rewinding just a second back to what was going on when, when you healed your body. I know you did Ningerette. Wasn't your favorite, if I can remember, is sticking in my head, the one oil that seems to be the magical one for you is helichrysum. It was awesome. I I was painting my neck in helichrysum, and it was one of those products that, you know, disappeared for a little bit. Mm -hmm. A gentleman had cornered the market on it and was going to hold Young Living Ransom. 
because he owned all of the heliochrysum. He had bought it all. So people had told me, you know, we're here. I mean, I'm steadily on the phone to Virginia going, you don't understand. I have had no feeling in my hands for years. And by painting my neck with heliochrysum, I have feeling. And I, I, I can't lose that. I mean, I had already I remember. Been, yeah, well, I'd already been through the fact that, you know, okay, I've just gone from very young Jews to Ningxia Red, and now they're out in Ningxia Red. But they didn't know that people were going to love it so much that they bought up the entire projected sales for a year. And, you know, the berries only grow so many times during the year. You can only harvest them at certain times. And I'm steadily on the phone to our business leaders going, okay, in corporate office, when is it due? When is it due? And I learned some good lessons there. I never let myself get low on anything I really need. I make sure I have several bottles of it. And so they told me, and I don't know if you want me to name the company or not, but the company that was closest to Young Living. Yeah, so I went and bought Helichrysum from them. It appeared to be cheaper, but that's because they put it in a smaller bottle. If you went drop for drop, it wasn't cheaper. It was about the same exact price. I mean, because I am coating my neck in Helichrysum. I mean, I'm not using a few drops. I'm coating. I'm using bottles and bottles per month. So I try the other companies. I didn't get any feeling back in my hand. Interesting. I had none, and they're supposedly the next best. Everybody swore they were the next best, and I'm going, well, their heliochrysum sucks, you know? Yes. My hands are numb again. I mean, it's not helping to repair my spinal cord. None of the damaged nerves or anything. So at which particular point, Dr. Stewart, thank God for Dr. Stewart, I didn't have a clue. I didn't know anything about Dr. Stewart at the time. He put together, using his book, The Chemistry of Essential Oils Made Simple, five different oils that would contain the chemical constituents, the primary ones, of heliochrysum. And it worked. And that's what I got through with, you know, the whole situation. But now I make sure I have lots of heliochrysum. But I can, <laughs> say, I can gladly say I don't have to use it anymore. Which, that's the best that, part. And that's the whole thing about working with the oils and or working with any kind of health challenge. The object is get your clients off of them. Because when you get them off of them because their health challenge has gone away, oh, they're going to tell everybody. And all their friends and family are going to know. I mean, you become the product of the product, and you won't have any problem finding people that are going, hey, I need you to talk to me about this. Well, that's what happened to you, though, because I remember Virginia told me, and you and I talking as well, you just did what you were doing, and people knew where you were at personally with your health, and people started asking you, and then people started asking and asking and asking, and you were like, you know, all of a sudden going on a cruise, you won this trip because you had, you know, done such a great job just, Sharing. I mean, and it sounds so lame. They just share. Share your story. You know, we've heard that forever and ever, but no, truly. But it goes back to what I talked about way at the beginning of this call is 
conviction and passion because you have that. Totally, you have that. And it's like, no, this is what I did. This works. I did nothing else. That's my story. And I'm now walking. You know? <laughs> it's like, hello. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I was so busy sharing with people that I didn't know I won the cruise. I didn't know there was a cruise contest. You know? <laughs> I didn't have a clue. And yes. so Virginia, Virginia called and congratulated me, and I said, for what? <laughs> you know? In, in the next, the second year they had the cruise, she had to call and congratulate me because I didn't know. So when people say, well, they can't win these, yes, they can. You can. All you've got to do is share. And I don't know anybody who doesn't have a health challenge. I mean, most people don't want to talk about their problems. That's why I like working with animals because, hey, you see one's a little stiff somewhere or his leg's not working right, all you have to do is press on it, and they'll turn around and talk to you about it with their little mouths. Versus a human, you see they're not using their arm right, and you reach up and you touch them on their arm. Does this hurt you here? And they'll go, no. <laughs> yes, it does. Tell me the truth. Because if you share with me, maybe I can share with you something that might make this a little better. You know, funny story, This a little side tangent of what you're saying. I remember one time I was at an expo, and a woman was walking down the aisle with an oxygen tank and, uh, and, and, and you know, the little things in her nose. And I just, like, what do you say to someone? Hey, you can't breathe? So I remember looking at her and saying, you know, telling her just quickly about with the oils. And, like, you know, is there anything going on that you'd like to know about? And she's like, she actually brought up her ears ringing and her tinnitus. And I'm like, lady, you got oxygen tank. You've obviously got issues <laughs> she didn't want to talk about. <laughs> but, oh. but the, the bad part about that is you were taking away from her or offering to take away from her her identity. Right. And this yes. this becomes a big question that people ask me. You know, they know somebody who needs the oil so bad, or they need mixture red so bad. Now, they're trying to cram it down somebody's throat who does not want it. And you you're know, wasting. I was just going to say, I was just going to confirm what you're saying, because when, especially when we start in business, and you could probably say this, and I could say this when I remember when I started. I knew all these people that needed the oil or they needed the business, but those people, exactly what you're saying, those were not the people that were, they were the ones that always said no. Does it seem like, didn't that happen to you? Uh, It does. That's why I said when that happens, turn around, walk away. The main thing is when they have gotten to the point where they're ready to let go of their whatever it is that's identifying them at that time, then they know where to come back to. I mean, I had one, for example, you know, we've got the Facebook. So many people are on social media. I had a family member who's known what I've done forever. She knows I've, you know, been into the herbs, different things like that. Never, ever asked a word about it. So I didn't bring it up. I'm not going to cram it down her throat. She knows what I do. Well, you know, the high blood pressure medications that she was taking, that was no big deal. However, when the doctor told her, she said, she calls it a horse pill, wanted her to get on diabetic medication, med for them, she said no. 
I saw what that drug did to my parents. I'm not doing that. And she might be listening tonight. But she, and then she Facebooked me and said, I need to call you. We need to talk. She's on fire. She had to find her personal reason to start using the oils and using the Ningxia. I mean, I could have talked till I was blue in the face for the last eight years, and it would have made no difference to her. But she did see my postings. She did know what I do. And when it was her time, I mean, she got executive in a month or two. You know, I mean, just by sharing with everybody else. You know, um, we talked a little bit, bit early about this, and I really would love you to share, well, two things I'd like you to share. Um, one is the top five things you think is important for somebody to be successful. But then and maybe this one will go before that or the other one is, how have you changed your business since the comp plan changed? I. The comp plan, when it changed, I was a very, very unhappy person. I was getting way more than 2000 a month in bonus, and that was fantastic. I mean, that really made a difference. <laughs> but I was stressing myself out so bad every month trying to, I mean, you had to have so many people at 100 PV essential rewards on each line on each leg. So I am steadily into the computer trying to see where people are. You know, I am obsessing about this thing because I need that extra money every month. Well, it was a relief. It was such a relief, though I didn't realize it at the time. I griped. Who wouldn't who's losing that kind of money every month? I mean, you know, it's just wiped out. And so I was working, trying to get that built back up. But that time I had off, and I wasn't upset because I had off, because, you know, I have preached to people all my life, what you think is what you are. If you say I need something, then it's a sign of lack. And, you know, I, you'll never have it if you keep saying I need it. Just claim it that it's yours. And so I kept saying, I need a break, I need a break. So when I got a break, I got what I'd been asking for. And it yes. gave me some time to sit back and to think, okay, dummy, you just got what you asked for. And it really, you know, using the Ningxiren Red Morphine Bomb, the one that uh, Sherry Ross had shared with Virginia, that version of it, yes. what I had used for pain. When I broke my leg, I didn't take any pain meds whatsoever, and that worked fantastic because I didn't have all those poisons in my system, you know, for having to detox some afterwards other than the anesthesia when they put the rod in. But uh, anyway, at which particular point, I got to thinking, I had wanted for people the same abundance that I was receiving. I had several people who said, oh, I've had to quit my job. My boss is driving me nuts, but now I'm having to work two jobs in order to make the money I had before. I'm not getting to spend any time with the family. I'm just exhausted. And I was helping those people build their downlines. I needed places to put people, so I was, you know, giving them people just to help them out financially. 
And all they had to do was their 100 PV a month to be, you know, get all these bonuses and stuff, and they wouldn't do it. After three and four months of calling them and saying, you know, you're just getting two liters of ink charrette. Well, they'd tell me, well, I don't need anything else. I don't care if you need something else or not. I mean, I'm working so hard to make sure you have the income so you don't have to work two jobs. And you're slapping me in the face because you can't spend another $22 or refusing to spend another $22. And it took me years to realize I wanted it for them more than they wanted it for themselves. I was too busy trying to help people. Then I realized, yeah, don't try to do it for people. Give them the tools to empower them to do it. And if they choose not to, it's kind of like the lady walking by with the oxygen tank. Yes. Hey, it's the same thing. You don't have the right to take her oxygen tank away from her. I don't have the right to take away their poverty mentality. So I learned just let it go. Wait and see. I don't care how far down they are in a leg. Wait and see if someone starts to share. If they start to share, then that's the person you want to support. Not the one with the crybaby story. Because they, they're enjoying your sympathy. You know, you want the one that's like me that goes, no, I don't want you people to know how handicapped I'm supposed to be. Because I'm not. Yes. I choose not to be. So those are the ones I work with. I mean, I had given away, I mean, I had tons of brochures. Every time I went to convention, I bought every new brochure. So I had tons of brochures, and these people who, oh, I want to be a business builder. I, I need this money so much. And I'm going, okay. So I'm giving them like five of every brochure I've got. I'm spending hundreds of dollars on these people. It's not that I needed to be repaid, but, you know, it would have been nice if they would have signed a couple of people up. And I know, I know things change in people's lives. Things happen, and that, that's not their time to do it. But you'd think at least they'd give them back to you. But they don't. So I learned not to do that. I learned to quit being involved with their sympathy, let them show me they really are working, they're really trying, and with a little bit of help, they're going to make it to executive. They're going to make it to silver. And once they do make that jump to silver and they fall back, oh, it's not nice the next month when they don't get that bigger check. But they've yes. got to have their own incentive to get that. You know, they really do. You know, one thing, I hope people are really hearing the message that you're saying that, and you and I joked about it, that, it, or, in order to get to platinum, you have to learn this lesson. <laughs> because when we're tending our little duckies and trying to put them in a corral and make sure nobody's left in the water and they got their food and everything's all good and the wolves can't eat them and the coyotes can't eat them and we're protecting them and we're giving them everything, that is how I got stuck for eight years flatlining my business. I was 
you know, tending to my ducklings. And you, you know, you had some of that experience as well. And to, you know, create that balance of empowerment versus in learning that, that uh, discernment of when to come in and when to help and when to let go and let people fly, that is almost everybody who I've known who's made platinum and beyond, that was the critical lesson they learned that catapulted their business. Like my business has doubled since I learned that. It was, it was incredible. Mine- Oh, mine has. Mine literally yeah. did. I mean, I had taken a couple of years off as far as really sharing with other people because I had that project to do to get the animal certification program done. And, you know, I was happy with the gold check until they took away my team performance bonus. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute, this was easy 2000. Zipper was, like I said, driving me nuts. I was having to check the downline every day and you know almost anybody can make it to gold on their own I had less than 600 people that underneath me and I stayed gold for years for several years I mean it's not about the quantity it's about educating somebody I mean I know people who've got thousands underneath them and that's all they've gotten was gold but it's that when you realize you've got to step back, quit calling 40 people in a week to remind them, oh, your essential ward's coming up in a couple of days. You might want to go change it. You know, they've got to want to change that essential rewards because otherwise they're not using the product anyway. Yes, very much so. And that lesson of learning to what, how does it say, what do they say in network marketing? Giving the attention to the people that deserve it, not the people that need it. That is well, the most interesting thing to learn and hard. <laughs> and it's hard, but I tell you what, last year, not this year, but last year we had what, Darren Hardy come and speak to the leaders at convention? Yes. And he said a couple of things that were very, very interesting to me that to be successful in network marketing, you're going to find that you spend 90% of your time with about 10% of your people. Yes. That's about right. And, and that's correct. Versus those, like I was, spending all of my time just about with that 90% trying to imp- you know, come on, please, you need to go in and change your essential reward. Well, what's, all right, you, you're not learning the books. You're not looking on the Internet for any type of possible solution to your condition. You're making me look it up and call you back. You're, you're not meeting me halfway. I'm going all the way on this. And I finally learned, you know what, they don't care. Then once they get the stuff, they're not taking it anyway. So it was not a waste of time because I learned. You've got to empower them to be able to find the tools to learn what to do with it. And that was a hard lesson. And then you follow it up with John Maxwell, who virtually said everything that I thought about while I laid there for two months. So it was just a total swap in mindset. I had already come to that before 
convention, because I was platinum, obviously, before convention. And I tell you what, there was the first month that I had the OGB to be platinum, I missed that check because I had (laughs) one leg that was a couple hundred dollars short. And I'm going, this ain't happening again, folks. I mean, no way is this happening that I'm missing out a check. So I put myself in my vehicle, and I went and talked to people in that leg that I was a little short on. Over the phone wasn't getting it. Facebook wasn't getting it. It had to be that one-on-one with them, face-to-face. And like you said, the passion's there as you get to talking about different things. I mean, it doesn't have to be your story. It can be my story. It can be Jim's story. It can be anybody's story that you know. And say, here, this is the person's name. Look it up. You can talk to them if you want to. And people need that kind of confirmation, that they're not the only one in the world with that particular condition. But if they're not willing to do a little bit of research on it, it don't matter. They're going to stay where they are because it gives them something to talk about when they go to church on Sunday. Absolutely. And you know what? We're running a little bit short in time. Could you go over the top five secrets like or success secrets or tips that you think that you've learned over the course of the years that has brought you to your success and then you took a little time off, not on purpose, but and then came back and kicked ass. You know, like what would you say the top five things that people really need to understand to be successful or to concepts that you think? Well, basically what all we've just been talking about for the last ten minutes, but the main thing is is you share with people and they don't want your help, no matter how much you think they need it. Walk away. You've given them the information, and when they're ready for it, they'll show up. Secondly, educate your group as to where they can find the material. Let them spend some time looking it up instead of you. Then, yes. You know, the other thing is, is show them where they can get the tools. Because you know what? They value going to Life Science Publishing, they value going to uh, Abundant Health for You or wherever, even if it's on Amazon. They will value their brochures more, their books more, if they have to pay for them. Uh-huh. You could probably vouch for this too. Anybody I've ever given oils to, never use them and never buy them. Well, the way I do that is, okay, here, you've got an emergency, you're not experienced about the oils, you don't have a clue about them, I give them samples, let them try them. When they come back to me and want more, I explain to them how they can sign up and get them and how, you know, the benefit of getting them at a wholesale price. If they don't want to do that, they don't need them. Because you know what? There's somebody else out there that needs that sample, who wants that sample. Yes. And, you know, I've got I've got one lady who shares and shares and shares, and they never sign up underneath her. Why should they pay for it? 
They must not cost very much because she's given them away. You know, they don't understand doing it because she cares for them. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And and then they realized that bottle of frankincense they just gave them was worth over $75. (laughs) I know. Like... We met somebody yesterday at an event, and this gal comes up to our booth, and she goes, yeah, someone left a bottle of this in my cabinet. And and she's like, we're trying to figure out which oil it was. And she goes, it was a red one. And I looked, and I showed her Melrose, RC, you know, and Raven and frankincense. And she goes, oh, it's frankincense. I said, do you realize the value of that oil that somebody left in your cabinet? And she freaked out. <laughs> it was funny. But that's why I said they're paying for them. They don't have a clue. She did not value that frankincense as much as the person who left it in her cabinet. Totally, yes. Yes. And unless you value something, you don't honor it, and you're not going to honor the frankincense with a few minutes of your time. Just nowadays, you don't even have to go get a book. You can just go online and see why that person left that frankincense there. Sounds like it was somebody she was wanting to talk to, but didn't know how to approach it. (laughs) Somebody could come to my house and leave frankincense in my cabinet. (laughs) Oh, anytime, anytime. You got any oils that you don't want because you think the airplane, the TSA has irradiated them? Hey, I'll take them. I'll take them. I don't have any problem with secondhand oil. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, one last question I want to ask you, Candace, is if you could do it all over, what would hindsight have taught you? Like, what would you, you know, change or maybe see a little bit differently if you had had some some particular knowledge more, you know, at the beginning of your Young Living journey? Oh, there's so many things. But, you know, my main thing was not learning that others may not be ready for this. And my main thing was learning to accept the fact that that person is where they are and bless them and honor them for it versus trying to do everything for them, trying to help them too much. And that that was my big thing. Mm I tried to do too much for my downline members. And it just, it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Uh, They have to learn to grow. And when they don't want to grow, you're not going to grow. I mean, you literally are not going to grow in rank when they don't want to, I mean, they're steadily dragging their feet. Yes. So I guess that was tough. Excuse me. That was probably the biggest thing I had to learn. Yeah, I think me too. I think it was the biggest thing for me too. And 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 you know, and often when you're stuck in it, you don't realize it. But I'll tell you how I realized it was. I was really frustrated. I was PO'd at my my organization because they weren't quote doing anything. And sorry guys, if you're listening. <laughs> and and then I was um I was working like a gazillion hours a week, but my check wasn't going up. That's a big indicator that you're doing what Candace is talking about. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I also learned that 
as I grew, then I didn't care if it's the little, oh, Star More had a $10 book out there. I can't remember the name of it. But after I got silver, I started anybody in my downline, I sent one of those too. And now they've got those little bitty ones. I'm sitting here holding my hand up. I know you can't see how high that is. You know, they're like two or three inches tall with kind of like the basics of the essential oils. I mean, that's cheap enough. They're like 2 or $3 that you can send out to your downline. And if you don't get a response, and I want you to know, and once again, you said sorry to your downline. I'm not going to. <laughs> out of all the ones I sent things like that out, I bet you 10 to date have ever either called me or Facebooked me and said thank you. I mean, like I said, they don't value it because they didn't pay for it. Right. And they and they often, you know, people don't. I mean, like we said, we can give stuff away and all this stuff, but, you know, finding boundaries. One thing I've, I've really learned that network marketing or any business, any successful business, is learning boundaries. And when we learn boundaries with ourselves and our people and we teach that, we have a very healthy, thriving business. And that's my final words. Do <laughs> you have any final words before we wrap up and open the call to say goodnight? Oh, I think you said just wonders right then. I mean, that is the big thing is the boundaries. And set them and hold to them. I mean, you'll always have an exception someplace along the way. And, and they're your boundaries, so you can do that. But when you find that you're bending those boundaries and opening the gate way too often, you need to step back and look and see where you are. You yes. want team. You don't want to be the whole team by yourself. Yes. And if you're getting crabby, if you're feeling crabby about your business or your organization, it's time to revisit your boundaries. Because <laughs> that's a clear indicator that you're off balance is when you're resenting the phone ringing or checking emails or making appointments or coaching calls or whatever you're doing. If you feel that angst, that means you're off balance. It's time to visit your boundaries. So, cool. Well, thank you, Candice, for coming on. This was a great call, and I am so thrilled that you were able to come on. I can't believe it. I was like, why? When I sent you that message to do the, the call, I'm like, why didn't I ask her sooner? <laughs> but this is perfect time. I, you know, I'm just, like, laughing. I'm like, oh, duh. You know, I just, like, that was so funny. And I saw a post that Brenda Schuler put, put up, and I'm like, Oh, slapped my forehead. I'm like, I just got to message her right now. So I'm really glad that you're here and sharing your wisdom and your trials and your tribulations with everybody. So um, I'm going to go ahead and open the call so that everybody can say goodnight to you. So hang on a second. All right. I mean, I have. Thank you. 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 Thank you.